when she goes Super Saiyan? Yeah. Nerd on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve, <laughs> where all levels of nerd are welcome. And woo, we got an episode today. Do we? Out wow. of the DC oh, Trinity, one, only one, exudes power, grace, wisdom, and wonder. With the power of the lassos of truth that we have whipping around in our Zoom call, uh, we are talking. <laughs> we are talking about the big screen debut film of the one, the only DC Amazonian Wonder Woman. That's what's up. And yes. this is our way That's of kind of like mm-hmm. a call out to when 1984 was supposed to come out. So this is <laughs> it's our homage. It's yeah. our homage. Yeah. In, in 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 preparing for that film that will and eventually way, come extra, out. You might extra get an idea of how we'll feel about the next one. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's true. So before we get too far into it, let's introduce the host of the episode. My name is Tom. Ollie. Caitlin. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon uh, allows us to just keep on growing. The members of the Nerd On Nation, you get all sorts of fun stuff like uh, bonus episodes. You get early access to all of our episodes. You get access to secret channels in our Discord server that is only available to you. That's why they're secret. Um, secret. It's fun stuff. Uh, Discounts on merch. All sorts of really good stuff. But check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And if you wanted to join our Discord as it is open to all... Check out nerdon.io backslash discord. Um, And also, as always, our partners, Apogee (laughs) and Odyssey. Apogee has uh, equipped us with these amazing microphones, the hype mic. The ultimate podcasting microphone. microphone. Uh, (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's... uh, As we have said many times before, they are a really wonderful company and we really appreciate working with them. Uh... When we are not remote, we do use their Element 88, uh, which is a wonderful machine. And then Odyssey headphones, uh, they are yummy. They uh, sound good. They feel good. It's just an all-around. They taste like butter. And they taste oh, like butter. According to Josh. <laughs> we do not recommend tasting your headphones. <laughs> no. But in the end, you shut your mouth. Julie, if you headphones. could put a disclaimer... <laughs> Do not taste. They will probably but, taste like. Butter. But it is part of your well-balanced Maybe. breakfast. Yes, exactly. Yes. Headphones uh, tasting like <laughs> butter. Um, but yeah, that is the housekeeping. That is all the goods. Shall we get on into this wonderful goodness? Uh, uh, wow. Get, yeah, I think you have to leave. Oh. Um, and I love how before this, I'm going to just say this before we started recording in our in our digital green room. Josh specifically said to Ollie, don't hit your microphone. First thing Ollie does is hit, touch the microphone. microphone. And I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> what he said effect. not to do. <laughs> no, if you don't have it in the frame, then you don't get to use it. You don't get to play with it. We all have it in there. You just for some reason don't. Um, so everyone, let's get on with it. Um, we are going to be talking about Wonder Woman, the film, uh, the third installment of the DC and uh, DC uh, extended universe that's no longer a thing. Um, 
But this is one film, so we are going to discuss it and rate it at the very end, which brings us to our first segment of the show, which is... Yes, that grump. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. She can do anything a man can, but also better. She's so good. She can't be stopped. She's got a lasso. She's not a cop. Look out. Here comes a Wonder Woman. Nice. Does whatever a wonder can. Man, the things the Saturday morning competition will make people do. So everyone who is brand spanking new, who is just We're sorry about that. born, birthed into <laughs> this world really. to listen fun. to these episodes, uh, welcome. Thank you for uh, taking the time to listen. Um, this is the segment of the show where we are going to go around the screens, if you're not watching on the, the tubes, um, and guess who's going to have the uh, lowest number out of the scale of one or zero to five. And no matter how high the number <laughs> is, because we typically rate it pretty high, you will be the grump for the week. This um, is true. And uh, Corey has a message from our Nerd on Nation. If you would like to take part in voting and get a shout out on the show, join the Nerd on Nation. Head to nerdon.io backslash Patreon and take part in the guest that grump guesser grumper. As Tom calls it. Yes. Wow. Guess your grumper gator. It's a lot of fun. Get some shout outs, all that kind of stuff. Um, Holly, can we get some branding for that? The uh, guess that grumper guesser. Guesser. Guess that grumper so, ga- yeah. guesser gator. It's a gator. It's a gator in there. I'll make it specifically have to have a second post for the rest. Yeah. You know, we got yeah. we got we a shout out to Florida every once in a while for the no, gators. No, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so um, I, since I, I always get it wrong and Corey always does the Nerd on Nation stuff, I'm going to ask Ollie to go first. Yeah. So um, my, I mean, uh, you know, we've seen a couple. Uh, this is not initial reactions. Snyder. You're get, you're guessing who's going to have the lowest grump. He's oh, giving sorry, an guys. explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, Tom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the lowest okay. one. Cool. All right. So I'll popcorn. I think it's going to be. That motorcycle. motorcycle. (laughs) So it's definitely Ollie. (laughs) Okay. Because it's not Marvel and it's not Disney. Fair. Safe assumption. (laughs) I love love your expressions. Uh, It's like, mm. uh, Caitlin, Josh, what you guys got? Mm, I think it is going to be Corey. Uh, Mm. uh, Wild card. Why are you always always the wild card? Oh, it's probably a mistake, but it's probably, it's pro- it's probably gonna be an interesting Caitlin. vote. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Caitlin's non-telling like, I hate, tell. I hate well, women. Well, now you've given her a vendetta to make it higher than you, no matter what. Uh, I'll say, yeah, that was gonna be my vote. Now it can't, Tom. Thanks. Because now it's not. Uh, it can be. I'll stick with it. I'll yeah. stick with it, Caitlin. Stick to your guns. And the Nerdon Nation, look, I love y'all. <laughs> I love you with all my heart. But on a weekly basis, Tom says he's the DC bye. And they have voted for Tom as the grump of the week. I've learned that it's not always like <laughs> as easy as it seems. True. This is true. Look, I mean, I'm just saying with the information we have. I, I will say because of the Jonathan Frakes episode with Totoro, it did you know talk about like how I do scale things of like there's a subjective score and an objective score. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, subjectively, I don't like it. Doesn't I matter. Mean, I have my score written down, ready to go. Yeah. I'm um, ready for this. So, so that's that's that. The Nerd on Nation good. believes. So, Josh, you will be giving your rating first, followed by uh, Caitlin and Ali, and then uh, me, and then Tom, 
uh, simply I, because of the Nerd on Nation. Wow. We have the same amount of votes, but yeah. Nerd on Nation I wanna, takes I feel precedence. like the Nerd on Nation drama, gets the- For drama. Yeah, it's a moment. For the drama. Yeah, for the drama, I mean. Yeah. How does Tom complete the trilogy? That's what is happening over there. Don't worry about it. We apologize, everyone, for our normal broadcasting has been interrupt- interrupted by stupid technical. I don't know what technicals. that was. Hey now. Hey now. Right. Hey now. Okay. So where were we? Where were we? Cool. So bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, um. Uh. Cool. So that um brings us to our next sub uh segment, which is going to be the complete. Spoiler of that, which is going to be our initial impression reactions yeah. and first first uh, impressions, impressions. <laughs> and first, first reactions. interactions. First reactions. Yeah. There first it is. <laughs> that's the that's the way. That's the bizarro world. Um, so uh, I'll go first this time. Do and it. immediate thoughts. Um, so <laughs> with Wonder Woman, the film directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, those are two big things. Like, there's Wonder Woman on the DC, blah, blah, blah um, and stuff like that. And Patty Jenkins came from an independent filmmaking, you know, world. And so, I, I walked into watching this film for the first time in theaters, uh, a very, 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 very skeptical and hesitant um, because <laughs> so, like, I was just worried. Okay? I'm, I was so scared that I'm like, this is the first like major and probably the most popular woman superhero of all time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it, in, in some sense, to me, it's like it's like after seeing Return of the King, it's like the Hobbit could only fail. You know, it's like this could only fail, like in my mind, right? Um, and knowing how Zack Snyder casted Gal Gadot for uh, Wonder Woman, you know, I had seen her in Fast and Furious films, and I was like, I don't know. I mean, I was like highly like, you know what? She looks she looks great on screen. She could play with the A listers and stuff like that. And I was like, but can she do her own movie, right? You know, that, that's an interesting thing from like how TV actors and and supporting character actors typically go into like lead roles. It's it's a very different trajectory. Um, so going to this film, actually, um, this this is going to be a, a sad reality check for everyone. Um, the first time I watched it was not what the first time a lot of people thought it was. I ended up watching it like as a midnight screening um, with a friend that I used to work with, uh, and her name is Karine. Uh, and we watched the film late at night, and then I ended up watching it three more times that weekend um, because I, I was one of those three times. Yeah, exactly. And I absolutely loved the film. I walked out, and I think um, I watched it one more time in ArcLight, and they had like a Dunkirk showing, like the, like a, a preview oh. of Dunkirk or something like that. And I was like, it was one of those things. I was like, oh my god, like just compounded it for you. <laughs> yeah, well, like Warner Brothers knows how to like really kind of just sell their their Nolan films. But anyways, yeah. Um, but Wonder Woman, oh my god, and, and like you know, you had seen, you would be introduced to Wonder Woman uh, in BVS, and then so seeing her own film and where it took place, and like knowing that Patty Jenkins was going to direct. Uh, Thor Dark World and then Marvel was like no we don't want to make a Patty Jenkins movie anyways and then like she made this one I was like oh my god y'all fucked up and uh, (laughs) so I I love this I loved this film Um, I was so surprised with how sincere and it was trying to mean something and how like I don't know there's just something about it where like there's so many places it could have went wrong but in so many places it went right yeah and I was just like I I can't I can't believe it and and I'll I'll say it's not I'll I'll save it for the end, but there's definitely a defining factor in the film that like really threw it over the top that made it from one score to another score for me. So mm-hmm. got it. Mm. I hate this movie, you know. That's that's it. You know? yeah. I'm gonna be the grump. Um, Obviously, everyone that was, was right. a really long winded way of saying <laughs> I hate this. I I will go next. Uh, I love this movie. 
I think uh, wrong. <laughs> I won't spoil too much. I will in our favorite parts section. Um, but I think uh, a lot of credit goes to Patty Jenkins for this and who she hired to create this film uh, as a team effort. Uh, and it really shines through kind of every aspect of this movie. Um, and I think the cast was just right. I think this is one of those uh, kind of lightning in a bottle things where even the the supporting cast is is on par with the leading cast, which is which is hard to do sometimes. Um, so, yeah. You know, there's a reason that a lot of supporting actors are that um, they make careers in that because they are able to elevate the movie in a way. Um, so down to like from the opening scene to the credits, I. Uh, I'm hooked. And I, this last viewing around, I also, I've probably seen it like four or five times total oh. uh, before this. And this was, this last screen, I even found more things that to, to fall in love with. 100%. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of those movies that no matter where you're at as a comic book fan, you can jump into and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Yeah. I'll go next. Um yeah, I this is one of those movies that when I first saw it, I yeah, I loved every minute of it. It was a <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I was really excited about it because um it was Batman versus Superman. I when she was like announced that she was gonna be in it, and I've always wanted to see like Wonder Woman on screen um in this fantastical way, not just like the uh, old school TV shows and that kind of stuff. But I really wanted to see something like this, like this modern um, female superhero. And it was so cool to just see this movie. And yeah, it, it's hard to put into words. Cause I was like, I watching it again a couple of times for this episode, I was like, wow, this is like, this is an adventure from start to finish. Mm -hmm. This is such a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll get into it further. Uh, later but uh yeah i really 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 dug it it is one of those movies that i go back to sometimes bonnie and i will do a kind of dc movie marathon and sometimes we'll just watch wonder woman <laughs> Yo, say, shout watch out all to, three of the films <laughs> shout out to wb because they upgraded my version to 4k oh, nice. on the apple tv oh, yeah. dope. Wow. and for free like i just put it on just last time it. and i was like oh look at that nice warner brothers coming out the woodworks with everything coming out yeah. like digitally now ollie kaylin um, yeah, I, I, um, you know, I actually relatively do enjoy the, the Zack Snyder, like DCU movies. Um, I'm Especially really that ultimate cut baby. Yeah. Mm. I'm a, uh, the ultimate cut is like a completely different movie and, yeah. um, I'm, so I'm a huge fan of the style and I had a very immediately positive first impression to one woman when it was, when she was revealed for BBS, oh. um, in such a grand fashion. So I'm, how can you not? Yeah. Those years with you. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. It's a great moment still. Um, spoilers. I think. <laughs> it's, it's I'm kidding. Movie. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, sure. Also, uh, this movie is three years old at this point. That's you. That's you. Um, but you know, I was watching, uh, thank you for a uh, Tom. He shared a very, uh, a very informative video about Wonder Woman. Um, oh, yeah. in the context of Batman vs Superman, but I kind of went over, uh, like the, history the of whole it history of it all. Um, and it brought up, uh, like how she was always about love and caring and, and all that stuff. And you really feel that um, throughout this entire movie. And I think it's what kind of keeps it kind of, I mean, without being too on the nose, pure of heart in, in a sense where Sincere, it's just like, yeah. you, 
Yeah, like she's like her character. I, I always believed Gal Gadot's performance of like her, you know, removed from society, like one, two steps from where we are. Right. We It's like the period piece and that she's from Themyscira. Mm-hmm. Like those, all mm-hmm. of that was just really fun to play with. Um, and the thing that really set it apart for me, I think, was Chris Pine. Like I'm a huge fan of Chris Pine, as as many of you know, Star Trek 2009 yeah. shout out. Um, he brings it for this, you know. So yeah, he does. He he's he's fun, and you his know, performance in this is fantastic. Yeah, we we won't we won't mention things about speculating on the next film, but uh, I, I'm I'm excited um, for the next yeah. film as well. Caitlin, <laughs> so background a little bit of background. I loved. Yeah. The Linda Carter woman, Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. There you Wonder go. Like, I grew up watching Wonder that show. I Hell yeah. remember some snaps, kid snaps. on the like grade school playground was being a jerk. And I like did a Wonder Woman spin and kicked him in the shin. It was like the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that really hurt, by the so, way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, it did. I'm sorry. Uh, but so when this movie came out, there was like such a rush of like, Finally, we're getting a superheroine movie. Like, finally, it's happening. And like, shout the, out to Catwoman, the, Halle Berry. <laughs> shout out to Catwoman. <laughs> I know, but uh, good so is the keyword. <laughs> I was very excited for this movie, but I didn't see it until to prepare for this episode. Wow. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, I had never seen this before. Um, Doesn't surprise. But I'm not really surprised actually. At the same yeah, time, yeah, it's it's surprise anybody. Me. Like some things just fall through the cracks. And I'm like, oh, oh I'll surprise watch it me. Um, but seeing this was like a, a lot of fun nostalgia, and I had a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of questions about like, there's just so much information coming in on this, but everything felt very real was it like kind of like you were a kid that went to neverland and then all of a sudden you grew up and then you went back to neverland and things kind of changed yes precisely <laughs> that actually that, that, um, that's what i'm I, excited I'm actually legitimately that. looking forward to the, the questions yeah yeah me too <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh no i there there are a lot of things in this that i i really enjoyed and i could feel the like the, the passion behind certain scenes of getting to do something, but I almost feel like they encumbered them in some ways as well. Um, Maybe Caitlin was the right a, choice. Not in a bad way. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed this film. I just had a lot of questions and they were putting so much information in that it was like, they, they did a great job of putting in all the information that they put in, but it still left me with like, there are a couple moments that made me go, if you could reword this just slightly, I feel like I would have had all the context. I think, I I think you're definitely touching on something that isn't uncommon, I would say. Like there, there is definitely like some conversation to have about some of that for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, I'm only bringing this up as like, that's what my initial reaction was. I was like, wait, what? Oh, 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 oh. Like I had to think about it a little bit, which isn't a bad thing. Um, yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed it. So there you go. I so like she didn't movie. like the movie. Oh damn it. She got it. Um, well, I knew it was coming. Everyone, that gives us a little bit of uh insight of what our ratings would have been like. Uh, so now we'll move on to our next two uh topics where we're still in uh spoiler-free country, and um, we're gonna be doing our brief synopsis and then also our um production. Um 
And I realized we did not discuss who was going to do the brief synopsis. Up until I'll this do point. it. All right, Corey, <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, <laughs> once upon a time, the gods fought and Zeus created an island uh, of Amazons to protect the world of men. Flash forward, a demigod travels to the world of men to protect them from Ares while learning that people are imperfect and love conquers all. Dope. That was like five hours. Easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that You're was the done. longest and best one. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was going to have time to swallow the water I took a sip of. No, well, no, no, no. Hurry up. Life moves at you fast. <laughs> Jeez. So now, now, I feel like that covered it, though. That was, that was perfect. Did. Yeah, That was perfect. You got, you got um, so now our production. My favorite part Caitlin. was when you went transfer forward. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say transfer forward? I said flash yeah, forward. Flash forward. Flash forward. Flash forward, a demigod. Wow. <laughs> that it was very quick. Anyway, yeah. production. So yeah, yeah. this was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, who's done the Harry Potter series, Casablanca, Mad Max Fury Road. The director is Patty Jenkins, who did Monster episodes of Arrested Development, Entourage, mm. and The Killing. Uh, the producers are Charles Roven, uh, who did The Dark Knight, The Great Wall, Scooby Doo Two, Monsters Unleash, Zach and Deborah Snyder from Watchmen, Man of Steel, Three Hundred, Rise of an Empire. Richard Suckle, who did Extreme Movie, American Hustle, and Suicide Squad. And then for writers, screenplay was by Alan Heinberg, who did Sex in the City, Gilmore Girls, Grey's Anatomy. A lot of things are making sense right now. Um, story by Zack Snyder, who did 300, Sucker Punch, Tales of the Black Freighter. Jason Fuchs, this guy Fuchs, uh, who did Ice Age, <laughs> Continental Drift, Pan and Big Thunder. <laughs> and the cast is Gal Gadot, uh, Fast Five, Batman versus Superman, Keeping Up with the Joneses, Chris Pine from Smoke and Aces, This Means War and Star Trek, <laughs> Robin Wright, Unbreakable, The Princess Bride, Forrest Gump, Danny, H- H- why can't I, wow, H- Houston. Huston? Or Huston. Houston. It might be Danny both. Danny Huston, one of those things. Uh, 30 Days of Night, oh, that was scary. Game Night, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, <laughs> David Thewlis from Dragonheart, Black Beauty, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, Connie Nielsen from Basic, Gladiator, One Hour Photo, Elena Anaya from Sex and Lucia, The Skin I Live In, The Memory of Water, and Wonder Woman was created by William Moulton Marston and Harry G. Peter. Now, this released in on June 2nd in 2017. Runtime is 141 minutes. Budget uh, is $150 million. Gross is $821.8 million. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is 93% for the critics, 80%. 87% for the audience. Criminally shy of the billion Yo, dollar club. Tom, smoking aces. Okay, <laughs> look, deep cut. I try, That's a great I, movie. I try to put in the notes of like things that make sense for the film. That's why like sex in the city's in there or like why. No, but no, specifically, I've never heard anyone talk about smoking aces before. Chris Pine, baby. Dude, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's a movie. Um, that's what Kevin Smith literally says when he saw Chris Pine in smoking aces. Like he's going to become a star. Mm-hmm. That's wow. where he saw from. Um, cool. So that is that Ryan Reynolds too? Yeah, that's it's a lot of people. Um, yeah. that gets us through all of the um production stuff. Now we're in that spoiler full territory, that world, that universe where we could talk about all the things. Um, but also like we could have spoiled this in the beginning. Yeah, it's 2017, y'all. Get on board. <laughs> um, but it, so that going to bring us to our meat and potatoes of the show, which is going to be our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and then finally we're going to rate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let us begin. Favorite freaking parts, baby. Um, yeah, freaking parts. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there before we do favorite parts. Oh. Before I do favorite parts, I want to say one of my favorite things about this movie is I think 
Wonder Woman has the best cinematic superhero theme ever. The electric cello. It's so recognizable. And I really believe this is kind of what pushed Marvel to pay attention to their themes and go, okay, mm-hmm. we really do need to, to, to get on this uh, because it was such a hit and it was such a, it's such a recognizable tone that every time it comes on screen, you're like, yeah, something's going to happen. Gonna happen. Gonna happen. That, that, that's, that's kind of been like the trademark of all DC heroes, right? Like, you can hum and, you know, do, 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 whatever, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. uh, Jaws, Batman, yeah. Superman, now Wonder Woman. What's uh, Iron Man's? What's... Uh, you got the Avengers yeah, and that's you, it. You have but Avengers and that's it. So that's like why it's like, there's icon, iconography Batman and Superman them. in there, I still think this is the best one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, for sure. Superman sadly is, or Batman sadly is always going to be da na 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 Yeah, that's true. I will say when that fight started, because remember, this was like the first time I'd seen it, and that music has been around for the last three years. So when it came on and she was like going around fighting, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, oh, fuck this yeah. Is this, is this is the effect. <laughs> An electric cello, y'all. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's it uh, so good. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's the elephant in the room, and I'm going to say it, no man's land. Yeah. No Man's Land, no man's land. I think, is yeah, 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 yeah. the No yeah. Man Can Cross It. It's the oh. ultimate. I know Man. Sorry, what? Say that. I, I think I think that's almost like Wrong the movie. the Slow greatest down. like superhero moment in like film in like superhero history in like the last yeah. decade. Like, there's nothing that almost like as as symbolic as like what it, it is trying to be. Like, there is this grayed out battlefield, and the only Bleak. person who can cross Desolate. it is like is in color. And, uh, you know, is trying Shining. to fight for the right thing while everyone else has lost hope and are willing to turn their backs on children and women. And it's like, you know, like we're going to, you know, fight, you know, we're going to stay here. We can't turn our backs on them. And when every all the chips seem down in the war, like she's the one that inspires like courage and happiness. It's like it, yeah. it does so much in that in that one sequence. And that leads into the electric cello sequences and stuff like that. But, but it also like, establishes her like badass like she doesn't just, she use takes her stand so, and like yeah, she in like the way like she frames up into it and like climbs the ladder you know seeping out of the depths well, of, this, of of man's prison and like uses a shield <laughs> to get through it not a weapon and so, all, yeah. there, there's there's so the, much going on that's like oh the God, thing that's, that's brilliant about that entire sequence into the town is this is kind of where you find out her powers and it's not spoon-fed to you which i love it's just through showing you that she can lift a tank like mm-hmm. she can throw a truck, she can bust through buildings, and uh, and it's really cool because you get this chance in the first half of this movie to just know that she's a without all of that showing, she's still strong, she still gets the job done, she's still you know she uses her brain and her wit and all that kind of stuff, and then you're like oh, but she's also like a demigod as yeah. well. Yeah, Holy oh, shit. I mean like she's tossing cars and like her busting through buildings in this has like when done. When done sparingly, busting through buildings can be very effective. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, she like, just tears down the church. I, I love <laughs> that there was no scene. Moments. There was no like scene of just showing you how strong she was. There was a training scene to show you she could fight, but it wasn't there's her other, throwing there's other boulders didn't necessarily... or like lifting boulders above her head mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just kind of shown to you through through the story. And I loved that. I thought yeah. that was so cool. There's no skateboarding, Tom. I know, right? <laughs> also, there's no need for excessive violence at the um, beginning yeah. of the movie, right? So that's but, sort of like, yeah, it's also part of it. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I love the fact that like, you know, she starts out as this like plucky, you know, you know, girl who like wants to fight and all she wants to do is fight and fight for what's right. And then you see her like learn how to use her powers and like she's not proficient at them. And then when she goes into man's world, it's like, I just want to fight. I want to, you know, end the war and do these things. And when she's given the opportunity to shine, she shines so brilliantly. Um, and it, it's it's kind of like that um, almost in a sense of like uh, vindication of like she mm-hmm. had the ability all this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's the, the scene where she yells at that general and she's like, how dare you say that your ni- life isn't as valuable? Mm-hmm. Like. Where I come from, my generals fight side by side with their soldiers. You're not a, sit behind a desk like a coward. I was like, Damn. this scene's fucking boss as shit. Yeah. First of all, she reads the language that no one else can Sumerian read. Sumerian Ottoman? Yeah. 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 She's a good secretary. She's a really good secretary. <laughs> uh, but then just going off on those generals. Or when he says to, when Trevor says to wait outside and she immediately Goes follows inside. him into parliament. Not even a thought well, to I mean, stay outside. The, that's the cool thing where like she, Wonder Woman as a character, I think they that's what thing they got so right was that like she's able to be curious and warm and loving and sincere and a strong. Baby. Yeah, and ba- mm-hmm. ice cream and like all these things. You like, should be very proud of your achievement. Like I love that you know, like, reference to the comic, by the way. There, there's a lot of things. I say that to people randomly. Like whenever I go into someone's store. Right? You should be you should very, be very proud. proud. Yeah. <laughs> In the comic, like if you ever if you ever read or watch the the adaptation of the comic she's literally at an ice cream vendor and this kid drops an ice cream she's never had it before and the kid says it's the best food ever and so she goes up to the guy and she's got her sword and she like points it at him she's like i would like an ice cream and one for my friend and he's like all right lady that's fine and she eats it and she goes this is wonderful and she points her sword again and she goes you should be very proud of this achievement yeah he's like uh, it was definitely thanks? a nod to the the new 52 which was like really yeah. cool they did they did a lot of cool nods for like the comic book readers um but then those nods and just playing out if you're like a casual audience who hasn't read the comic books like as like this is how cool and well-rounded the character is uh but josh ali kaylin what, what do you got favorite parts um i mean Busting through the church is definitely one of my favorite mm-hmm. moments. Like her being uh, lifted up by the by the uh, was it the tank door or whatever. Yeah, it is? yeah. It's I like, love that callback to like the the Amazon battle scene, and he kind of oh yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. It's he and, cues her. And, that's the word I was looking for. He's like yeah. it just freaking because he saw that <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help so, but laugh. Yeah, because yeah. I was watching that part uh, with Julie, who had never seen the movie either. Uh, and <laughs> she said it before I could say it, but I was like, she said, uh, I hope that church wasn't culturally important to this village. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were all it's getting an gassed anyway, yeah. so. Oh, I mean, yeah. separate, yeah. Church, separate church no, I mean, and state. Like, she was trying to protect them for that. They were all enslaved. It's I either know. you lose your church and you're free, or you keep your church and you're enslaved. So oh, what I know, you, I know. Uh, yeah. What well, maybe it's trying it's to say something. Uh, uh, so are you sitting uh, establishment, da da da. Yeah. Um. I also, I mean, to go back to Chris Pine for a second here, I think his delivery of any of the times he's trying to reason with her is really wonderful because he he's the also standing his, his own like, ground in those moments where he's like, he really believes in her. Like, especially the the times where he's trying to calm her down and he like puts the lasso on. He's like, we're probably going to die. It's a bad idea. Or, or the moment uh, before the big finale where he's like, maybe people are just bad, you know, like. His deliver his delivery of those monologues are really fantastic because you can tell he's really at war with his own ideals because mm-hmm. no one wants to be in this war um, and he's trying to explain this to someone but at the same time his 
his disappointment in the truth is shines through, which is yeah. really wonderful. Um, and to me, that all leads up to his final moment and how it's played out. And here's the thing. Flashbacks are either really terrible or really well done. And I think this is one of those moments where it's really well done. Yeah. Um, with his leaving and getting to finally hear what he said to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think it's, it's well, really well handled. Just the yeah, messaging. I, really I could well save today. You could save the you world. Can save, yeah. Um, and I, I just think that that, I remember sitting in the theaters and, you know, thinking, I was like, I wonder what he said. And then it comes in and I'm like, I didn't, I don't know if I wanted to know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I can emotionally handle this, uh, you know, that I'm out of time. And that moment where, you know, he's about to pull the trigger and you can tell he's just thinking of, of her in that moment. And it's just, it's, you know, a credit to uh, Patty Jenkins, first of all, directing, but also Chris in his, his delivery of those uh, emotional moments. So that, that moment there was really impactful f- for me and how they, as a storyteller, did that. But also mm-hmm. like uh, on a side note with that of handling a love story in a movie like this in that way, like it's, and it and it transfers. It's still there, over. but it takes a backseat. I'm sorry, what? I said it's still there, but it takes a backseat. Yeah, seat. exactly. It's not like there are many movies where they make that such the the main focus, and it kind of takes away from even the story sometimes. And so it, it was nice to see that, and then to see it in other DC movies of that that love that she has, and just the way that they've established this relationship is just something that's like. Oh my God. So, I mean, you never get a sense of like a social agenda or anything like that. Like everything is just like, it feels real. It feels like accurate. It's within the character. Yeah. And and I I mean, I will say this. I'll like, there is a a moment where, you know, Wonder Woman and Steve Steve Trevor uh, will, you know, have the uh, pleasures of the flesh, um, as they say in context. Um, But I, I, to me, I, that's my favorite type of, um, I guess, intimate slash love sequences because I've watched a lot of like Japanese dramas and stuff like that. And I've watched a lot of like fucking CW shit. Right. So like sex is so prevalent in American media and like making out is just nothing who gives a shit. But like the way that this is handled and framed makes it actually mean something. And I think that's so um, absent in so much media nowadays where it's like, yeah, everyone say, I think part, part of that is, the difference between a male director and a exactly. female director. Exactly. And a male I gaze think, and a yeah. female gaze. And exactly. And that's why I'm like, there's something that, you know, women have to be so cognizant of because regardless, um, and this is a sad fact, is that like in the film, you know, women are in kind of this man's world, this patriarchal like society where a lot of the things that are framed are framed by the vision of men. And so when you have a woman like Patty Jenkins who has to be very um, knowing and um, understanding of what that's like. And it's like, we can reframe this in a way where it, it, it's good for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. so I, 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 it was, I well, it. it was well handled. It's it was very classy. Oh, so, good. so good. The whole dancing scene was yeah, really well done. Like that there, there's sincerity to it. And like, that's the thing I, I love about well, she's one- fighting. She's fighting for mankind, like as a, as an entirety. And she doesn't see like the differences between like sex or anything. Yeah. It's like just that. humans. It's just yeah. humans. She's read all 12 but, volumes. Right. All, <laughs> all 12, 12 of them. <laughs> But she gets it. She gets back the sort of sexist sort of angle back. And that's, I think, an interesting struggle for her. Well, the the nice thing about the cool thing about Wonder Woman that's always been relevant. And my wife and I were talking about this um, is that she's not like um, and this isn't a dig towards these type of characters, but she brought up a really good point. Um, You know, characters like Ripley 
from Alien who are who are powerful and strong, but in a in a emulating a masculine type of way. Mm. Like they're the tough guys, like oh, almost yeah. a Michelle Rodriguez type. Yeah, right. Uh, Wonder Woman is the type of of character who is strong and powerful, but doesn't have a problem with her femininity coming Embrace through it. or being a, a feminine character, you know, being excited about babies and stuff like that, but also being able to kick some ass and throw tanks. Like they don't, they're not, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. So they can coexist. This is going to bring up a, a little side tangent for me. So in preparation for this episode, I ended up watching the bio biopic or biopic, whatever you want to call it. Um, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, which is an Annapurna film. And it's it talks movie. about, it's really good. um, William Moulton Marston. My cue. It's so good because uh, you'll see a uh, Wonder Woman oh, film, a Wonder Woman books right. that are it says like created by Charles Marston, uh, Charles Moulton, and that was like the pseudonym that William Moulton did, uh, William Marston did, and he's he was a doctor, he was a doctor, he was a PhD dude, and he studied psychology, and he helped develop the first lie detector, mm. and the actual guy wife. who has the who who developed the polygraph uh, test like say that most of his understanding came from what Marston and his wife did about trying to figure out like how people um, respond to lying and deception and stuff like that. But yeah. he really kind of, at least what the film tries to say is that he developed what Wonder Woman was out of the two loves of his life because he was in a polyamous relationship um, and that his mm. wife was like the just, the the strong, the right, the ambitious. He was also a and suffragette, so there's yeah, that, a suffragette, that and strong which he supported female. wholeheartedly. Um, and and in the film, I think it's funny because he says like, and also sometimes a grade A bitch. And then the other woman <laughs> that he fell in love with, who also like mothered his children, was like pure and 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 innocent and serene and curious, but also just as as, as intelligent. Um, and those two women. Or make up what one Roman is, and that's what one Roman. It's almost like again, like you have Superman, who's the alien. You have Batman, who's the man, and they're both kind of these pillars of what those societies can be like. What is it to be a refugee? What is it to be a, a man in wealth? But what is it to be a goddess, right? And so, like yeah. to kind of have this different, you know, this trinity, you know, as the, as they're called, like they both yeah. like represent the, man, the alien, the god. Yeah, they well, both. When I first heard a story, top, yeah, I, I was like, when I first heard a story, I was like. I wonder where the lasso of truth came from, <laughs> but then also like if you Lie had detector test. if you had, if you had the the uh, the Holy Trinity, you know, or what we can call the Holy Trinity is DC Holy Trinity, yeah, for sure. Uh, DC Holy Trinity is uh, like truth, justice, and the American way, right? Tr- mm-hmm. Truth would be Wonder Woman, justice would be Batman, the American way, yeah, Superman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you and you feel that throughout the characters. She, she's all about seeking truth and seeking. Like and love and break down all the all the BS and it's so and it's so fitting that this movie is like built around like all this bureaucracy and political like war and stuff like that. It's like just just strip all that down and get to the heart of the matter, get to what matters, get to the truth, and that's what she's always like fighting for throughout this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, um, yeah, going back. Also, to Also, shout out to 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 Chris Pine and his acting through the Lasso of Truth. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that was that was one of those telling telling scenes where I was like, okay, he's got some he's he's got some yeah. chops. Spy. I'm a spy. I'm a spy. I'm a spy. <laughs> just like how easily he's able to get like so frustrated and and like internally conflicted is like he he can sell he knows that really what well. he's doing. He's like what? Why? Because well, you resisting it just causes pain. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. One thing I really did like too was um, how Patty Jenkins worked with the costume and wardrobe designer to make the Amazonian armor um, because mm-hmm. you know it's always been the nerd trope of like. 
here's the level 97 warrior dude and it's all decked out in huge armor. And then here's the 97 warrior woman. And it's a bikini and shit like that. Like a two top, you know, a two piece. There is that, there's that popular tweet that went out that was, you know, comparing the Amazons in um, uh, Wonder Woman, I believe to Justice League, the opening of Justice League. Mm-hmm. And in, in Wonder Woman, they're, they're clad in armor, you know, uh, it, it's again, it's that kind of armor that it's not afraid to show femininity, but it, is practical mm-hmm, right. and it's not over sexualized. And you cut to Justice League, and they're literally leather straps. It looks like um, here and a leather warrior stuff. Entire every single mid range is exposed, which is like all your guts and important parts. <laughs> like, yeah, and it was Ready like I just want to show you the difference between the male gaze and the female gaze. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfect example. It's a big deal, and so like I thought that was so. Which is why I said shout out to Patty and everyone yeah. involved. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. every step of the way. This was a, a group, ex- you know, project to make sure that it was told in a really important manner yeah being the first huge uh blockbuster female superhero movie yeah and i mean that's one thing where it's like it felt like you know that's the thing about the film like it it almost acts as a little bit of a mirror um instead of like kind of like this you know diatribe uh like our argument with you know the sexes and stuff like that so it felt like Mm -hmm. wonder woman is for everybody and like everyone can learn from her and like the one thing i really loved about what um Marston tried to emulate with Wonder Woman was that like he really believed that like if women were the ones in charge of the world they'd be like we'd have peace Um, and like he was like he like and that's the thing where he loved like the ideology and understanding of what women were much more than because of what men were, but he understood like the. But through his studies too, yeah. it wasn't just an ideal. Yeah, thing it. It was disc like, study. Yeah, he's like, I got fucking data to yeah. make. Yeah, and, and so that that's a cool thing where it's like you know he's like Wonder Woman could be the best of everyone. Where like we're, we shouldn't be afraid to love and to be you know all these things. I was like, oh, I was like oh. and so this film just yeah, yeah. And so yeah, going back to Wonder Woman, like this movie just does it in such a in in such a good way. But I mean, I will say like I think a lot of people give crap to the last act of the film because it's like CGI fight. But I will say for mm. someone like me who's like a big like Dragon Ball Z fan, and I'm like, I'm just, I know what these characters can do. When she goes Super Saiyan and like yeah. sees the planets, this, this for me is one of my favorite moments. Oh, with the, the electricity going mm-hmm. around. Yeah. I was like, I just liked it when she said, and she's no! just like, oh, and then just exploded all the shackles. I was like, I, this is gonna be fucking metal. I love the reveal <laughs> of the God of War, like when he's like in full armor, like oh, in yeah. the flames, all the pieces and like two fingers. Yeah, the way that he does, I'm like, oh, that was that Ares. was like. Super badass. Mm. So I will say this too. I want the first time I ever saw David Thewlis ever, and I've said this before, Dragonheart. Dragonheart. And that motherfucker yes. is an evil bastard. And so when I saw him, I was like, he evil. Like even after watching all the Harry Potter, I'm like, he evil. He evil. He evil no what? matter what. <laughs> ever since There's, I was like, no, he evil. <laughs> I'll be love honest, him. I didn't. Yeah. Well, me too. So I, I I think he has the voice. So him as an actor can play Ares. We'll talk about, you know, it's not really, I don't even know if I want to call this a qualm, but he as an actor can definitely Let's do it now, then. play Ares. Yeah. And the only thing I have to point out is there's one sh- one shot in this movie where it cuts back to a, uh, a flashback of him like in prison mm. and he has oh, that yeah. like very mustache. British mustache I on. Know. I was like, me up like so you almost bad. want him to you were roll 99% like, of the way there. Well, would you well, have look. preferred them to CGI was, it out? I was going to say, like, no. then you get well, fucking no. Justice I mean, League with <laughs> shave yeah. it. Come on, like, you know, schedule it so it's the last thing you choose. So you, you don't, shave it. I don't hey, know. Man. Like, there's, you never know, man. There's ways to make it like not that, I think. I've, uh, but, or make it a full beard. Make it a full beard. There you go. That That's a good one. But watching that Pony Smasher video essay about problems in movies 
has changed my perspective on film forever. It was, the thing it was that, just the combined that it was also like, I have to go back and look because it's been a couple of weeks, but like, it, was it like perfectly groomed too and stuff? And he's like supposed he, to be in a dungeon, like in prison. It, yeah. That, well, I think I he was, was just I, shot I'll down. That that just did, shot down. That okay. did throw me off a little bit. So that's the only thing, like, but it's such a, it's that mole in the neck thing. It's, um, yeah. Just yeah. real quick, just because I, it, it sounded like we're moving to qualms. I haven't done a favorite part yet. Yeah, I was going to say, can we get... No, that, it, it doesn't no, no, count no, as no, well. It doesn't wanted, count I, as well. Yeah, just jumping back. It was just a, like just a weird mm-hmm. thing that was funny. Cool. When I was yeah. He specifically said it wasn't, so I was like, well, then let's do it <laughs> yeah. here. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of Aries, though, one of my favorite parts was him, like, hoofing through the glass, like, mm. when he finally reveals himself to Diana, and she, like, comes around the corner all skeptical, and he's, like, gone, and then he's outside of the glass. He's felt always like, through a window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like that was the moment where you're like, oh, no, he's way stronger than her right now. Like, oh, she, yeah. she's in some trouble. Um, that was really cool. I, I super enjoyed that. And also, my other favorite part, which I feel like it's, it's, it's not, like, a happy part. It's just I really enjoyed this progression of when she's going over the bridge... Um, and then they like they get the ice cream and it's like a good time and then they go over the bridge and then she, she sees- starts seeing all the amputees and mm-hmm. then the further they get she's like oh I can help with the horses and then she sees the guy who's like bleeding out with no leg she's like I can help him and they're like no 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 we got to keep going like yeah seeing there's her nothing you can do realize that like she she came here being like I can help I can solve everything it's all gonna be a okay when I get there. And then seeing her realize, like, no, this is, like, a lot more. Yeah, it's the reality. Yeah. Yeah. daughter being the and, and final straw of being, like, that's it. Well, I no, can't, and, I can't and that, take this that, anymore. That gets, like, permeated through to the last, like, to the last sequence where, like, after um, Danny Houston dies, they're, like, Ares is dead, Ares is dead. Like, we don't have to fight him where the general's dead. And then it's, like, maybe people, maybe we're just bad. You know, maybe, we, yeah. like, we don't, we may not deserve it, but we need it. And, well, even like, Ares says it while this ambulance goes by. Yeah. Uh, even Aries says it. He's like, I didn't start a war. Yeah. I didn't. They did that. No. I gave them ideas. Yeah, and and the, what they did with that idea is their own free will. And the entire time of the movie, he's just talking about an armistice. But he understands, like, I'm the god of war. And I under, I always know that peace never never lasts. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's... Right. And so, I mean, that's the thing where I was like, this film actually tries to have these discussions and talk about things yeah. where it's like, yeah, like, it, it's a sad... Because killing Aries doesn't fix everything. Yeah, really? and I'm like, oh, that's so good. And it's, it's almost kind of like what really kind of shakes everyone is, like, seeing the sacrifice of everyone, what everyone's done. And then mm-hmm. that 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 is such a, like, a, an interesting thing that happens in war where it's, like, people who have fought, you know, like, can say, like, even people who have served understand, like, the, I guess, the 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 gruesomeness of it and, and know to, like, kind of, like, okay, put the guns down. There's no need to fight anymore. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's... Um, so good. Josh, did you, did I hear yeah. a favorite part from you at all? Uh, it was hard because many people said my favorite part. So it was like a, okay. yeah, <laughs> and that, <laughs> um, um, I mean, I, what I will say is, um, let me just get his name right. Uh, Ewan Bremner. I just, uh, this is kind of a part of favorite uh, characters, but he oh. plays Charlie and oh, I just yeah. love oh, him. Yeah. Spud. Spud. Yeah. yeah I mean, I just, mm-hmm. Ever since uh, Train Spotting, and just anytime I see him in something, I'm just like because he's he is a support Pearl a supporting Harper. actor. But death he's, at a funeral, huh? Death at a funeral when he's Mark. Yes, an asshole. But he's so it's such a different. He's great. anyway. anyway um, continue. It's so good. Uh, I just I love him as an actor, and so when I'm watching something like this, it's like 
this is way different than train spotting, kind of. Mm-hmm. But his he's just I love his story. I love the way that he portrayed this troubled person that has a yeah. gift for death, but is such a loving, wonderful person and loves joy. Just wants to sing. Just wants to sing. Who will sing for us? I was like, and he, he has PTSD, this, like strong. Yeah. PTSD. So it's. I just, I mean, honestly, the crew, like the crew that is with them. I just, I loved all of them. Um, they were when, uh, so fleshed out. When they're talking about, he's like, I can't pay you. And Sammy says, all I need is a photograph of you, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, also, when they went to go sneak in and uh, Trevor is one of the German uh, like commanders and his pipe is all corked in the wrong way. Turned, but then the like, way like he immediately just turns like, what do you mean? I was like, whoa. Like he yeah. was acting and acting. I was like, oh or how excited God. Sammy was to be the driver. Like, I'll be the driver. Please, I'll be the chauffeur. Please, 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 please. Um, and like that, like I love. He's like, I'm. I was like, I'm an actor, but I'm the wrong skin color. I'm like, oh my God, talking about things, baby, the, uh, making yeah. the movie mean something. The the mm. other thing about like we're we're talking about how how good of a movie it is, but this is one of those movies that watching behind the scenes is actually like it's quite a joy to watch because oh yeah you see how much passion and how much fun and hard work went into it but just my my main thing is i love seeing that the fun that they're having on mm. on yeah. stage oh like man the, the bromance between gal and patty jenkins yeah. is yeah admirable i like yeah. i am jealous <laughs> there, of there's, their there's something really funny is, seeing also patty jenkins have to look up to gal gadot and to give her direction and i'm like i know that feel i know that feel a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um but well. um no well, yeah i they're they're like I, one part of the, like the behind the scenes stuff that i really liked was when people were like we all knew that this was going to be very special when deborah mm, snyder mm-hmm. like really got emotional about it and then i was like you know, that's the funny thing with like Zack Snyder and Deborah, Deborah Snyder. Like she's the producing partner of Zack Snyder. Um, and a lot of people will just be like, oh, well, it's just the wife and all stuff. But like regardless if they're married or not, like Emma Thompson, who is the um, producer for Christopher Nolan films, like they pull so much more weight than I think a lot of people give credit for. You know, Charles Roven helped create the Dark Knight trilogy um, and other DC films before it. But like when you have in, you know, again, when you have in different levels of producers, it's kind of like, oh, they're just kind of the money. It's like but they can definitely bring – a lot of parts of it. They're the ones that are in charge of bringing oh, yeah. all like the cast and crew, the, the crew together. So making sure that um, the director's vision comes to life. A hundred percent. And seeing that, like, again, just to, just to drive home the point that this is a movie for all, like in that behind the scenes thing that you sent us, Tom, they were talking about a lot of the crew getting emotional too. And I forget what his name was, but the guy with like the white hair, when he's retelling the story, he's getting teary eyed, just how excited he was to know that this character, when they all saw a gal there for the first time in the full outfit, and everything it was just this moment of awe where they're like mm-hmm. this is real this is really happening like that's wonder woman right there and we're we're creating this this experience that some of us have been waiting for since we were kids yeah and i mean to me it's so cool to kind of think back a little bit of like i don't know how how loving she's been handled and i think also to caitlin's point like even with linda carter like a lot of people talked about like why, you know, like she's in a bathing suit. Why, you know, like why would we want to do that? It's like, but she's confident and she acts as if it's not there. Mm-hmm. And like, exactly. she, it's like you can yeah. be proud of who you are and whatever you're wearing and whatever you're doing. And that's the message of positivity you need to have with it. Um, but then after the film came out, like Linda Carter and Gal Gadot have become like fast friends. And like, cool. they were even like nominated as like the woman, like um, empowerment, like 
leaders in for a short amount of time. So I was like, that's that's cool. I mean, like how many people have played Wonder Woman live action versus how many people played Spider Man or or Batman? But it's like you know these iconic characters. So um, yeah, I think we can go on and on and on yeah, and on can. and on. So <laughs> let, let's, let's try. No, no, no favorite, favorite characters. characters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, qualms immediately. Let's go to favorite characters. Who wants to start off? We'll do three characters. Three characters. Uh, I will. In this order, Wonder Woman, Sammy, Steve. Mm. Those, that's my order. I thought Sammy was such a wonderful character. Everything he said voila. made me laugh. Uh, I think that guy acted the shit out of that character. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, obviously Wonder Woman first. And then Steve, I think Chris Pine just shined in this movie. And it's not, it's not like it's a big gap between those three, yeah. Uh, yeah. except for Wonder Woman. Yeah. And then it's like Sammy, Steve. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my three. Um, copy, paste. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, to me, I was like, when he said, but I'm not the right color, like, there again, there's a lot of this movie where, like, I didn't full on cry, but there was a, like, oh, I feel it. I feel a tear the tears. started to build in I the I feel duct. the, the tinglies like, no, no, no. and the nosies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I hate this. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the entire movie, there's there's a bunch of those moments. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. For that, me. That scene with Chief about, you know. His people getting their oh, lands and he's like by, by his who? people. By his people. Like, I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, son!" Yeah, I was like, "This is talking to us on a different level than most." He's, he was almost movies. one of my favorite characters. Chief, yeah, yeah. And how excited everyone in the trenches was when he came there. Yeah. Yeah. Chief, Chief's back. Yeah. And then everyone's uh, trying to give him money. He's like, "No, it's okay." Blah blah. Again, I'm like, oh, "Right, exactly." Again, this movie's in 2040. We up in here in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say uh, mine's slightly different. I would say I would put Steve uh, first. And then with with Gal being a very close second, uh, one, or one woman, I should say. I'm surprised uh, by that strong yeah, female character. I just really, the strongest female. I'm just character. a fan of. Um, I'm just a huge fan of Chris Pine. His fanboys. <laughs> his fanboy showing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's that's all that's from. Um, but Gal Gadot, I mean, same as Tom. Like, uh, I love her in uh, Fast and Furious or Fast Five, and then this. So yeah, she she's a very close second, and she's very strong and graceful in this movie. And don't want to downplay that at all. Uh, and then the second or the third would be Sammy, just because of the same reasons. It's hilarious. I mean, honorable yeah. mention to Danny Houston, Huston. Like I, like he also is just like a bad looking. Like it's just a bad guy, you know. I mean, like in mm. in in, in X Men Headshot on IMDb, in, like he just looks like a bad guy. Like, like he and could I, play I'm, a, I'm villain a villain for but days. But I guarantee you, he's like one of the sweetest, warmest oh, people. I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Um, but like um, seeing some bloopers between them, they're like dancing and stuff like that. All those mess ups and stuff like that. She's like, "You're the devil. You're the devil." He's like, "Yes, I am." And like, <laughs> and it's it, like, and he also he he has a he has a je ne sais quoi like about like oh he's so deliciously evil, you know, a hundred percent. Oh man, when when uh, uh, that that whole dance scene is just terrifying. But I also like <laughs> when he throws the the smoke bomb into the thing, and then it's like, mm-hmm. and then she's like, the gas mask one more. Is like, but they don't know that. I'm like, oh, okay, Hamburglar, we got the, it. Yeah, right? I wish that they both had like villain mustaches yeah. to twirl when they were like, whoa, and they needed to do that. It gave me back to like the little bit like the 1930s, 40s pulpiness. I'm like, okay, I love it. Like, there's speaking oh, of. Qualms? No, no we're not there yet. There. Oh my god! Okay, Ollie, if you keep doing so that, we're gonna do spoilers in the beginning of all of our shows now. Kay. That rule just goes. Kaylin, what are your favorite, uh, favorite characters? characters? <laughs> uh, for me, it, Chief was my favorite. Mm. Chief was my favorite just because, like, he was so on top of it. He's like, "How are we gonna find you?" He's like, "I know." Like, why do you guys even worry about anything? And then he's like, he disappears immediately, Finds comes back with a car, 
People There's are trying to give him money. <laughs> uh, like, he's just so on top of everything. And it's like, he's just like very quietly this like baller. <laughs> uh, and then second is Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman. And then third, Dr. Poison, actually. Mm. I really like Dr. Poison. Mainly, she she was a little like too true evil. Mm-hmm. But I really like when they were at the gala and she's in front of the fire and he's like Chris Pine's Charming trying to flirt her. with her real hard. And she she's like really considering it of like, hmm. Like to to see that she's like so for her own means of like, I want to make my creation real, like no matter what. But then like seeing his distraction being like, nah, you a bitch. Is <laughs> and that, then, like, not the is one that drive? Out. You ain't the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't want so it. So <laughs> I, I liked her. I liked the, despite her being a little like almost cartoony villainy, she was very authentic with her drive to make these With her ideals. Or, yeah. 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 Josh? So that's it for me. Um, mine would be Wonder Woman, um, Steve, and I. Charlie? I, the thing is about Fan the crew, boy. like the three together to me are like one unit to me. They're almost they're a, a character of gang. their own, but I have to pick nope. one. No, I know what you're doing. Charlie! You can't do it. I know it's- <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Okay. I'm yeah. going to pick Charlie. Oh, Charlie? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Ollie. Now your favorite fucking part. <laughs> Qualms. Great. So ready. So ready. <laughs> that was a joke that flew everyone over everybody's hat door. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> uh, ratings? <laughs> good job good job uh, um, all right okay Palms. keeping it to two let's go who's got it i've got okay, a- i'll start mine's mine's very small okay um it's just that exact same qualm that you already brought up tom that people are gonna say just a bit too much cgi at mm-hmm. the end and it made the fight mm-hmm. underwhelming to me until oh. the last few moments where where she starts winning and then you're like oh damn this is really exciting <laughs> uh, i'd say well actually i'll, I'll put it this way oh. the first bit of the fight and the very end the middle becomes very blurry to me mm. just because there's so much cgi fire there's so many large pieces of earth getting thrown around metal and that it shards. it's and this is my own bag i've talked about it in many episodes before with like ready player one and stuff my brain just starts going like none of this is real it all starts looking uh, like clay oh. Huh. Yeah, everything starts looking. And he had this moment where he was in his suit where I, I've heard it referred to as floating head syndrome mm. when the suit is CGI. It happens to Tony Stark a lot yeah. in the Marvel oh movies. Oh, my God. In where Civil they move War, and their head so is bad. doing this because they're, mm-hmm. they're CGIing frame by frame this suit on him. Uh, uh, yeah. So there's huh. a couple moments where Ares does these things with his hand and his head's like floating around a little bit. <laughs> and it, it's, it just rem- it reminds me again that it's like, oh, it's CGI, it's CGI, it's CGI. Huh. Uh, I, yeah. I guess I just so, didn't notice that, but that, like, that's, I, ha- I mean, it ha- you, I mean, you're, you, once might you know be, about it. Yeah. I mean, you, know you, you might, you might be more like, not like, it doesn't hurt you as bad. Yes. When yeah. you watch yeah. it. It doesn't bother but, me. But for me, yeah. the as CG, much. when there's so much CGI on screen, it just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes I stop paying attention a little bit. Yeah. Second, no, do you have a second one? Sense? Nope. Josh, um, you, I heard you. Uh, I I will say that I used to have a qualm, and it was about her costume. <laughs> um, oh. Until I did more research um, and finding out like the the process that really actually went into designing it, and the. Um, the forethought and the, the history and but also there's a fucking line in the movie 
where she yeah. says, how can anybody fight in this when she's referring to these dresses that they're putting her in? And it's Covering like, all up. well, of course her costume is like that because she can fight in it. <laughs> when the, <laughs> like when actually have full her, range of motion. She says, it's choking me. And she goes, oh, don't blame it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's also, oh yeah. Se- second, uh, I mean, also I would, all honorable mention to that character. Fantastic. Character she was actor great. From Shaun um, of the Dead. Yes. <laughs> Um, and also, oh, I like shout her. out shout out to that that sequence too. Dre- the the shopping, oh, that's yeah, such a good sequence. yeah. Dress number um, two hundred and thirty seven. Yeah, but that's it. Oh, I, yeah, so specs. I don't. Suddenly, have... she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. <laughs> she just takes the sword and, and shield from her. <laughs> she's like, oh, uh, I, okay, okay. Caitlin, Ali, Caitlin. Uh, for me, it was the kind of what I was talking about earlier. Just like a changing of a couple things. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bring it up. The what bothered me was t- tiny things that you don't have to explain because they did kind of explain themselves. Where he, she was like, they were on a boat, they landed, and then Candy came up was like, oh yeah, you phoned me, and I was like, wait, when did that happen? Did I miss him phoning her? Like that, and that's like a me not catching that thing. Uh, and then the other one was like when she goes goodbye, brother, and I was like, wait, that's her brother? Because like they well, kind of mentioned brother in the it sense passing. that they're both gods. Well, well, yeah, Zeus is the daddy. In, yeah. Canonically, in this movie, Ares is Zeus's son. When it's actually he's his brother, I think. In no, like, I don't Greek. think. I don't think Zeus. No? In, that, in the Lord Ares is always Zeus is always daddy. Mm-hmm. Zeus oh, doesn't like Kronos. The, the only the only brother Zeus has is Hades. Besides, huh? And oh. Hades. Hades. You're right, yeah. two. Hades and Poseidon are the only Hades two brothers. I, I'm just saying like this. This is what I know from the Hercules TV show. <laughs> Hercules and Ares always got beef. And then Wonder Woman, oh, you're not Wonder Woman, Xena and Ares always like, is there something going on between us? There's something going on between yeah, us. Uh, so. But but there wasn't like a big, I don't know, when he was appealing to her to try and be like, mankind is ruining all of this stuff. Like, it. I wish that there was like a single line thrown in of like, you know, we as gods, as family, as something. Like, it would have given that, like, goodbye, brother, some kind of more emotional impact. Because well, it kind of, like, hit yeah, me out of left field. It's implied from the beginning of the movie when she's telling her that Zeus gave her life. That yeah. she's this, she's like Amazon Jesus. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, a lot of things are implied, but... No, like, I mean, it's said. No, I mean, it, the funny thing is what you're saying, Caitlin, is um, Kevin Smith actually said the same thing. He's like, oh, shit. I guess they are brothers. Well, the, the story doesn't <laughs> yeah. play with it a ton. So no, there's it's, not that's what I'm saying. It's like, only mentioned in the beginning. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. like. But I think what you're saying is like also it's not played in a familial sense. It's kind of like right. It's more right. of like as a matter of fact, like oh, I am killing my brother. Peace. Yeah. Because like there's like, like gotcha. other things to worry about in their conflict rather than yeah. the fact that they're siblings. Right, yeah. and and that kind of ties into like like I'm not saying it was a bad thing because like it, it took like maybe a second of thought to be like oh yeah that was a thing. Like, they did bring it up. Oh, yeah. But there was just so much information in this movie that it felt like some of those little moments could have been really impactful. Mm-hmm. But they just, like, the build-up to it wasn't really there. Unless um, you were, like, glued to, say, to the screen. You're, like, not catching Unless you were glued to the screen the entire time. Not <laughs> like how I always I was. am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but, no, it's, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think, uh, have you ever heard the term um, blood is thicker than water? Yes. Right. So that's like a common phrase of like, you know, family over everything. Right. But the actual term is supposed to be that blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. And so that the blood you make on a battlefield will always override the like the familial ties because those are the people you bled with. You know, that's where the bond is. And I think that kind of plays into like 
even this family bond, like I should try to spare you and save you as my brother. No, Steve, Trevor, yeah. Chief, Charlie, Sammy, those are my boys. Yeah, that's my family. And and that's kind of the impact that I was missing from that goodbye brother. Mm-hmm. Like that, like eh. maybe if there's like, a, like the, you're no the, brother the to me kind of thing. Example of that. If I can, if I can pose a hypothesis, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna hold off on the inevitable Marvel uh, being that guy and making the Marvel comparison. <laughs> uh, but I missed the train with uh, uh, Corey's beautiful rendition of the theme song uh, earlier. Uh, You're always that <laughs> earlier guy, in the episode. Uh, but um, my the the thing that I took away from 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 this was that like DC is more they're more interested in like building out the facts of their universe, kind of like placing the pieces. It's at least it seemed like with this movie um, versus like a Marvel movie where they would like play a little bit more fast and loose and they'll just like change like the backstory to fit, to make their narrative like tighter or whatever. And in, in, right. the, in the sense of like, yeah, you know, this is a, this is part of the important lore for the Wonder Woman character. It just happens to sort of like, it's, it's sort of like they had to pick which, which conflict to write into it seems and kind of leave those other pieces for the future or for, or not, or, you know, whatever. So like those pieces of the lore are just kind of like sticking out sometimes. And, and I think that can, that can be distracting and it can catch you off guard. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I've fallen victim to it. It's, it's kind of like comparing, like, I think in a sense where it's like in comic book history, Black Widow and Hawkeye have like had a long lasting romantic relationship and a friendship afterwards. But then in the MCU, they've only like, they're just friends. Nothing they're ever happened between right. them. He's a good and guy. And it's like, and they could have had that, but then, you know, then you would have been like, well, they're, po- they're talking or she's flirting with Hulk. Why isn't, you yeah. know, his character, and then that would have complicated that story more. You I know mean, what I mean? I think, I think the tough thing is like kind of like the toe of the line because you, how many times right. have you heard, well, that's not that character. Exactly. And then yeah. you hear like the canonically like, oh, well in the comic books. And like, I've actually literally, I can name the specific person, but I'm not going to, you know, you got me fucked up. If you're going to do that. Cause that's, I'm not that person. <laughs> but I've literally gotten an argument with someone who's like, oh, she's never been able to do that. And I was like, Okay, you've probably never actually read it, and you just watched one thing, and you're like, "That's my." You're judgment. like issue one thirty eight, page and six, I'm like, panel no, four. Like, you, you can fucking find that. all the pieces to it, and I hated being like, "Oh well, I think you mean this," and I'm like, "I I'm never actually, be like." Actually, and I hate being that guy, but it's like, you know. stop putting your like, own placeholder of what the character should be. Yeah. You know, like yeah. meet yeah. the character where it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and so like, uh, yeah, yeah, I I think it's just like to flesh out those little moments more because again the 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 Aries brother moment is just an example like Mm -hmm. um there's 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 just little moments that I would have wanted but also at the same time if we did add those extra little moments we'd have a really bloated movie Mm -hmm. or Um, a really just long movie with a lot of cool shit in it potentially (laughs) I mean I wouldn't be upset about it actually okay so I would have actually preferred this as a tv series hmm I mean, not, I mean, I, I don't really would have preferred this as a TV series to get all that because it felt like they they had so much information and it 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 both shocked me and then didn't surprise me at the same time that there were no deleted scenes for this movie. At I all. mean, some I think that's kind of been that that's an interesting thing. What I find with certain directors where they're like, I'm not going to include deleted scenes because there's nothing to de- there's nothing quote unquote that adds to what I'm doing. Like everything is right. there, like where it is. Um, like Aquaman, where it's like it's fucking like three movies in one movie. Um, but like there, there's and to me, I say this: there's always hope in the future. And to your point, Caitlin, like something that I've been really excited about is Dune. By the time we're recording this, like the movie hasn't come out yet, but I don't know if a lot of you know they're doing a companion series with it on HBO Max huh. because the stories are so long and big. 
So wow. like they'll have the movie and the series will play beside Ooh. it and then the next movie will show. And that's so like cool. that's super cool. But like with Wonder Woman, yeah, it, uh, to me all superhero characters probably do better in TV shows because it's about character development. It's about right. long form storytelling, which if you, again, I've said it and not in the detrimental way, that's what the MCU is. It's just a TV series. The Infinity Arc was just one series. And then so you had Pretty like much, yeah. just episodes that led to it. And mm. so it, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, Ali Qualms? Uh, oh, he's uh-oh. frozen. Oh. Uh-oh. Where'd he go? Yeah. Oh, there he there goes. He was it me? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah frozen. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Ali, do you have qualms? Of course you yeah, have Yeah, I have, I have uh, well, I, well, the C, the two. big CG one is, uh, is mine. So that's Ali's, that's my second one is Corey's. Um, but it sort of also leads me to, um, like, that infamous, you know, p- thing of a notion of, like, the third act isn't as good as the rest of the movie or whatever. Um, and for me, I, I had to think about this for a while. Cause I was like, why do I have just a, such a positive experience watching the first two thirds of this movie? And then why do I have just a just super generic experience up until of course, the moment with, with, uh, the two characters, their fateful uh, moment there at the end. But, uh, and a lot of it is CG, but it's also not just the fact that it's like CG or floating head, but like, I don't necessarily feel that it, it, it earned that conflict. It's sort of, I, I feel like we went through the whole movie learning about like, oh, it doesn't take some supernatural force for people to be shitty. You know, it's like this is just how mankind is. And she's learning that and she's understanding that through watching like them level a village and all this stuff. And then not that it necessarily takes away from that impact, but it 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 lessened it ever so slightly for me when Ares was real. No, all of a sudden. I 100% get that because the thing is, the film is trying so hard to say that Wonder Woman is going to be the end all solution to stop the war. And then yeah. you actually have like almost the real thesis of the film of like, no men can just be bad. Which and is still there turn, and it still works. They turn it on its head yeah, and say like, no, Aries, that's his whole MO. Yeah. And they, they and are they, bad. And yeah. And they turn it where it's like, well, Aries still exists and he's still a bad guy. So here's a CGI fight, which right. actually I've seen Patrick Willems talk about that with winter soldier. Or it was like talking about like, they're talking about like the government works against Captain America, but then it's like, oh, it's actually Hydra, so fuck it. So it's like, well, it's like interesting in a world like, where I wonder dropped. if like that happened, but then the entire scene took place in that little cubic, in that little security booth where if they just talked it out or something. Like, I wonder if I would have found that infinitely more interesting and compelling to watch because they would be diving into those ideals more than just like throwing metal at each other. Like, that was the only thing where I was like, okay, we're, we're in that CG fighting now to resolve this conflict, unfortunately. I mean, but. And we, we talked about it a lot on this show where it's like what action scenes and musical scenes do is pretty much like it's when uh, words can't move anything anymore. And it's kind of like the the, the conflict, the, the physical conflict between characters and the fact that like she was kind of propped up to like, I'm going to fight Ares. Um, it to me, I, can't, I think it kind of feels almost the, the other side of the fan service of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to see a fight. Like you can't tell me that was the fight. And so, I mean, there are the people who are like, want to have that subtextual conversation of like, how do these conflicting uh, ideologies like battle each other? I think the best one is probably Daredevil versus Punisher in mm. season two of Daredevil. But like, uh, like how how this played out, like I think a lot of people are like, I want to see a super powered fight. And so, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like I wanted her truth, her knowledge, her seeking of truth and love to be what 
defeated Ares. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, it still is, right? But that would have been too buttoned the whole up. Fight, the whole fight is Ares saying that he wants to destroy all of, all of mankind because all of mankind is inherently evil. And what she's fighting for is people are imperfect. Yeah. Um, but there's mm. still the other side of that coin is just as much evil in the world. There's just as much good. Uh, yeah. And love is actually a stronger thing. And um, the, which you get yeah. to do, you do get to see at the end, which is they yeah. all survived this crazy God fight and you see Germans and chief and all of mm-hmm. them being like, that was fucking nuts. You know what? Let's be humans for a minute. Um, uh, so for me, so contextually, the fight happened. made sense. I just wish this, maybe this scale. It, yeah, it was like or not scale, as much fire. Stomach. You know what it was? It, it generally is just the fire everywhere that mm-hmm. took me out of it. Like, um, cause I'll be honest, like the CGI fight on Titan is not as hard for me to watch simply because you still have a landscape, you still have a background, you have an idea of where they are. There's a sense of orientation. Right. And I lost that in the middle of that fight until mm-hmm. the very end where she breaks out of the shackles. And um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, character-wise, Wonder Woman's always been like, between Superman, she's the one that kind of grounds him and be like, this is the reality of the situation. And then the Batman's like, it doesn't have to be this way. It could mm-hmm. actually be better. So like she gets yeah. to play both sides of like, I can whoop all the ass, but I also can love all the ass. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So, um, is that all your qualms, Ollie? Um, yeah. Okay. Other, other than that, and like, I didn't love uh, the, um, the the villains. I'd like the, uh, the, the other vil- the evil just, just villains, two. just Dr. the war Poison villains. And, uh, I didn't. I didn't love. I thought it was a little. I thought it was like twelve percent too I much guess cheese three. on it. Kidding. I um, took one of his, so it doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, got you, Ollie. Um, I think actually the spottier CGI to me, when you have like a full blown of a fight, all CGI doesn't affect me as much, but it will like the third scenes like, yeah, there is a lot of fucking fire kind of almost for no reason. I get it's supposed to be like hell blazy, you know, hell looking like, which God. is like cool, fine. But I will actually like some parts other than that where it was like baby Diana falling down a cl- or jumping off. I'm like, eh, it could have been a little better than that. And that's <laughs> the, those are the kind of qualms that I got. I'm like, it could have been better. It could have looked nicer. And that's the thing with like Snyder CGI. I don't know what he does. He has like the MSG of visual effects and just makes it better looking. <laughs> just and that little, little just secret seasons sauce. It, shakes yeah, like, like no, to me, I, I will say this, no one in the superhero filmmaking industry can do the same CGI fights that he can do. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like he he just makes it visceral. He knows when to use a slow mo. Like some people say, he uses too much. There was a lot of slow mo going on. But like, I think he yeah, cares about the it, art it, of his frame. Yeah, I mean, and he makes it look iconic. Which I mean, there's a lot of iconography in this movie too. But like, that's one thing. I'm like, there's it, it's almost like the stupid yeah. argument I had. It's like, well, it's but not it, drawn it by back, Jim Lee. <laughs> if you look at the you know on paper, you have Zack Snyder who's been doing blockbusters for. Like hot minute. 15 years. And then yeah, Patty Jenkins, like you said, came from an indie mm. background to this. I mean, they, so you're not going to get the same quality yeah. CGI as a guy who's been revolutionizing CGI for 15 yeah. years. So like she's been I'm not surprised. Work and and I can anything, give it the leeway for that. And I, I mean, if anything, that I will say this is like where Zack Snyder shines in the CGI fights. Patty Jenkins shines in develop and like having the ensemble feel very like yeah. well-rounded, which that's what you get from TV directing. Like, she got that from Entourage. She got that from Arrested Development and Killing Eve. Um, but, yeah, so I guess. And then the other qualm I'm trying to think of. Probably I don't have any other qualms. I mean, uh, I mean, mine, no. you can see how big I wrote slightly. It's, it's <laughs> slightly <laughs> no, I, underwhelming. 
Yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I think that's that it. That's just, it's just CGI every once in a while. I'm like, eh. Yeah. It's just overall. Like, yeah, CGI could always be better. But that's how it's going to be, I think, that's until it's like, going to be for a while. Until we get the new Unreal Engine on movies or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So can moving I on to little, rating. Little huh? Yes. Yes. Can, about please. Charlie. I feel like he had they my set him up for an. Oh my God. Wow. Throwback. Right. Um, I feel Charlie like they Depp. set him up for an arc. Kind of like a, a story arc, and I don't fully understand what the resolution of it was, and maybe it just went over my head, of because it it set it up like he's got PTSD, he's a bad shot, he's like he's singing, not a bad shot, he's a or, or like it, his PTSD his, prevents him right. from doing it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the I, wrong words there, but but like so he's got PTSD, and then he like they get the village back, and then he's singing. And then he's singing again, and then we're kind of done with all that, and then he yeah. can shoot again. So is that his like resolution kind of- is after that first village. So his opening scene, he talks about basically no it's one's easy good. To kill, it's, it's easy to kill people when yeah. you can see them. Uh, so when it comes to it, and he actually helps a group of people change the tide of war and do something positive for an entire town, I think it shows them that everything he's been doing up until that point isn't for nothing. That's why he's able to sing again. That's why he's like, I haven't heard Charlie oh. sing in years. He's at peace finally with with his actions because it's not just murder for the sake of murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say okay. war doesn't have to just be death. Like it can mm-hmm. be yeah. about helping those in need, and I think that that's what he really wanted to do. If he, yeah. I mean, not that anybody wants to go to war, but this no. person is going a, to war because yeah. he's required to, and he. I guess he just didn't see that as an option. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't see it and yeah. then all of a sudden a weight is lifted when you're like, wait, That's I don't I have to kill somebody. I can help it, somebody. It's a yeah. little filling in the blanks and all, but like that possibly could have been the first time he got a picture taken for a good thing. You know, like yeah. it's those That's kind true. of things where it's like he's with people that, you know, he he's genuinely now care about him. Because like, when he couldn't him. take the shot, they were like, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, and also people actually are, are still alive to thank him for what he's done. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, when you're in, at tr- you know, sadly true war, trenches. like, our, our vets are definitely not thanked enough for what they do. Mm-hmm. No. And, like, they're just continuing, like, all right, go kill people. All right, come back and go to society and not kill people. And it's just, like, that shell shock of, like, yeah. not being able to do those yeah. things. So okay. I think that was the arc. And then after that, he realizes that by doing these things, they can save a lot of people. And also, okay. I mean, just for the fanboy, if Gal Gadot says... Uh, but what, who's going to sing for us? us? My arc is done. My arc is done. I'm done. <laughs> so, I mean, what arc, oh, that's what me. Arc that's, I'm going to sing. And I'm, I'm saving that. Like, yeah. like someday, if you're, yeah. you're, you feel as though you're on some story arc, I'm going to get Gal Gadot to be like, who will sing for us, Tom? I'm yeah, like, I'm not the complete. singer. That's Corey, but okay. <laughs> and I'll go, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saturday's 2 p.m. But um, uh, so let's move into ratings. Yeah, ratings. Who's first? So Josh right? is first. Okay. I am first. <sighs> Dead air. Dead air, baby. Hard ellipses. Well, it changed. I'm, huh? No, it didn't. It. it huh? I, I've been. I've been really struggling with this one because I've been trying to really think about like what my rating is, and I enjoy this movie so much, and I can rewatch this movie so much that for me, there's nothing that I would change. Like even the CGI, I'm kind of like, maybe a filter goes over or something like that. Um, I notice it, but it doesn't out. affect my experience. <laughs> I guess. Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unreal so your rating is. Five. I'm gonna give it a five. 
There it is. Oh, I'm gonna nice. go ahead and give this one a five. I Josh got a five. Let me write that down real quick. Okay. Yeah. So now it's Caitlin or Ali. Ali. Uh, I am gonna give it a four point five. Ah, might be right. Caitlin, <laughs> what you got? Uh, I'm gonna give it a four point six. Might <laughs> be right. <laughs> There's uh, there was just some more Bob. finesse and things that I. I Feel could have been in there. Not to say that this wasn't an incredibly efficient movie for how much information they put in. And I love all the characters. Having but said all that, I'm, I'm being extra hard on it. But I give it a 4.9. Oh, I think this is as close to. I think this is the best DC movie that I've seen agree. since since the original Superman films and maybe possibly the Dark Knight. Uh, but I think this is the most hopeful I've felt at the end of a DC movie. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's always been a very DC. When I've read the comics, they've always given me that like, like people like Wonder Woman, Superman, you get that bit of hope at the end of that because that's their message is love, compassion and hope. And so leaving the theater, I was like, don't worry, we got Wonder Woman. Uh, so, yeah, 4.9. The only thing is that that middle of that fight. That's the only um. thing I would change. Nope. Uh, for me, also, I didn't shout this out. One of my favorite things about the film is the repetition of whenever there's a moment that happens within Diana's life, she looks up into the sky. Um, mm. I, I fucking love repetition and motifs that's just not in movies nowadays. And when they're in, then I'm like, that's how you know it's a good movie. Um, and I, it, I'll say this. I, when watching this movie, I didn't realize how much I really loved this film. And it actually makes me retrospectively want to go back and re-rate everything else because it all actually go down like a point because of this film. I agree. 100%. And so, but that being said, I will give it a 4.9 as well. Um, Subjectively, it's like a a 20,000.5. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's so fucking good. um, And everything that's trying to be, and it does so well. um, Sticks uh, the landing. objectively speaking i'm like there are things i'm like i I would have wanted that but like to me i think those are just struggles and um constraints of time and stuff like that but uh no i i will say that that to Corey's point yeah i think that that's the one thing i'll say is this i think is the most accurate superhero character on on screen there's nothing that touches it not one character on screen mcu dcu image and that shit ever come close to like how true this version of Wonder Woman is to the comic book. And it does it in such great fashion. And I'm like, I let you win. You fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> like you win. everyone else is like just their own version. It's, it's like, but like this is the version. Like this is the, the source material. Like you want new source material? The movie's now the new source material. Like that's yeah. how, like that's cool. how I think it's, it's such a good adaptation of what the comic book is. Yeah, I agree. Right there with you, man. So Ali... Grump. I was no a Nerd on Grump. Nation guest Ali. I don't know why. It wasn't an MCU film. Go, 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 it wasn't, Grump, wasn't Grump. Batman. And there's no Hugh Jackman in it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that, that about wraps it up, y'all. Nice. Wonder Woman. Awesome. Everybody at Everyone home, go watch Professor so Marston. <laughs> Everybody at home, thank you so much for uh, listening recording. or watching if you are watching the video version. <laughs> You'll have to start over, Josh. Sorry. Hmm. 
Well, everybody at home, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, listening to us on uh, the audio version, or if you are watching us on the video version, uh, we appreciate that as well. Uh, let us know what you thought of uh, Wonder Woman 2017. Uh, let us know who you thought the grump was. Um, as we have stated before, do check out the Discord. It's a really great time over there. A lot of uh, people are joining it all the time. Uh, every week it, it grows, which is really wonderful. Um, do consider joining the NerdOn Nation, nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Uh, it does allow us to be the best that we can be and to continue upping our quality at these very strange times. Um, but very. stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. That kind of stuff really does help us. Uh, but yeah, that's it. You know the drill. As always, NerdOn. Nerd Indie Broadcast.